Well, Hiller. <laughs> New Country 101.3 KFDI. Morning. JJ. 72. Clear. I had to pause for a second because I was looking at one of my weather apps on my screen. It said it's 90 and sunny outside. I don't, I don't think that is right. I don't think that is accurate. What I do know... Friday, Friday, Friday is my favorite day. Monday's a bummer. Tuesday's a pits. Wednesday's only fair. Thursday's almost there. Whoop, whoop. But Friday, Friday, Friday is my favorite day. Yes, it is. And uh, plenty to do this weekend. I mean, all kinds of college and professional and high school football plenty of stuff going on in and around wichita i'm uh, pretty excited because football has started the marshal is back the marshal gonna come in here uh just after seven o'clock and lock up three games you can bet on almost almost guaranteed victories according to the marshal we'll hear what he has to say We're gonna talk about skin cancer too all the news still surfacing about Jimmy Buffett and uh, his type of skin cancer. So I uh, I reached out to a, a professional, a dermatologist, one I've actually visited. And after 8 o'clock, we'll kind of break that down for you. Check this out. That's Trending with JJ. Online now. Okay, it's only one game, but what a game it was to kick off the 2023-24 NFL season. The Chiefs got their new Super Bowl banner last night. The Lions got the dub. Oh, and former Bishop Carroll star Blake Bell caught a TD pass from a home. A dramatic cave rescue is underway in Turkey. Researcher Mark Dickey was mapping some new tunnels in the third deepest cave in that country when he suffered gastrointestinal bleeding. Rescuers have reached him, stabilized his condition, but have not been able to remove him from the cave yet, so he remains 3,400 feet below the surface. Former Donald Trump advisor Peter Navarro has been found guilty on two charges of contempt of Congress for failing to respond to a subpoena from the January 6th committee last year. Has Jimmy Fallon become the new Ellen DeGeneres? Jimmy took to Zoom to apologize after allegations of him creating a toxic workplace for his employees who were fearful of him and his moods. And if you don't think you're overpaying for fancy water that is filtered with electrolytes, think again. The almost $18 billion a year functional water industry has a new player. Say hello to Gatorade Water. You know where I can get functional water? Out of my functioning tap. Heck, I might even drink it out of my functioning hose. And that's trending. New country everywhere. With the new 101.3 KFDI app. JJ Star Spangled Salute. And today we honor Marine Corps veteran Patrick Elson. Patrick makes some uh, more and more trips these days to the VA based on his experiences in Iraq. Thanks to the Kansas City Royals and the local dealership, Patrick can now do it in a brand new, reliable SUV. Thanks to Chevrolet and the Military Warriors Support Foundation, Patrick and his family received that brand new SUV at the ballgame Wednesday night as a way to show appreciation for his service to his country. Enjoy your new wheels, Patrick, and thank you for your service. Just a, just a few days. I mean, next week, Thursday, Club Rodeo is where you want to be because it is a free show to see Tiger Lily Gold. You have this great new song. You know how some artists make those lists that say you know, artists to watch? They made a couple of those lists. Here's a little sample. They'll do this Thursday night. It's shoot tequila you've always been a whole lot of trouble but it's a 
we might as well make it a double Yeah, you know how the two of us fit We're dancing on the bar, ain't a pretty sight And I'ma blame you when you get us in a fight Now, these sisters put on a high-energy show. They've played a bunch for Dirk Bentley at his spot in Nashville, like three or four-hour shows all night long, fun shows, entertaining shows, and they're going to put one on for you at Club Rodeo Thursday nights. No tickets needed, no cover, doors at 7. It's free, like free, 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 free. <laughs> so we'll see you there. You can find out more over at KFDI. Com. JJ's Country Music Minute. Today in country news. Here's what's happening in country. <laughs> Safe to say it hasn't been the best week for Zach Bryan. He's been getting a lot of heat for getting back into a relationship with Ticketmaster, some calling him a sellout. Now, thanks to what he says was letting his emotions get the best of him, he was arrested during an incident with Oklahoma Highway Patrol and charged with obstruction of an investigation. Yes, there's a mugshot. Jelly Roll stopped his show the other night to stop a brawl happening in the stands, basically saying if they didn't stop, he'd jump down off stage and slap the out of one of them. Congratulations to Kimberly Perry and her husband Johnny as they welcomed their baby boy into the world. If Stagecoach has been on your bucket list of shows to see, maybe next year is for you. Eric Church, Miranda Lambert, and Morgan Wallen were just announced as headliners for the late April Festival. And today is New Country Premiere Friday on KFDI. All day long, you get the premiere of Tyler Hubbard's new Live Life to the Fullest anthem, Back Then, Right Now. We had that title, and, and then we just started telling stories and reminiscing and just thought, man, this would be really fun to write. Like, let's, let's write a nostalgic song that kind of uh, encompasses the heart of being present and living in the moment moment and living life to the fullest you know and the simple things in life keep the country on all day more country music news at kfdi.com and the 101.3 kfdi app Uh, and in the department of nothing good will come from this the u.s government is investing 22 million dollars in smart surveillance clothing you heard that right developing clothing like smarty pants for instance developing clothing smart textiles with sensors cameras, wires, all woven directly into the garment for like spy stuff, like espionage stuff. However, you know this technology is going to make it out into the general public and it won't be long before some guy uses this as like a really bad pickup line where he's sitting at the bar and he's like, hey, did you know my pants can talk? Yeah, don't don't say that. R-rated movies. Mom and dad, how do you, how do you handle these with the kiddos? One mom getting dragged a little bit for her unrealistic approach, what some are calling her unrealistic approach to managing kids' expectations and wanting to watch R-rated movies. Here's what she does. She says when her kids want to watch an R-rated movie, it's always a no to the movie. However, if the movie has a book version, she lets them read it. In fact, she lets them read pretty much whatever they want. But when it comes to the movie, if the movie has a book version... She lets him read it. How do you feel about that approach? I think it's kind of genius. It encourages reading, which is amazing. I think the literary version, I mean, we always know books are always better than movies, right? And I don't think they're quite visually as graphic. While the words might paint some sort of image in the child's head, I don't think the visual imagery obviously comes into play. I think this is a great idea. I mean, you think back to the Stephen King books, all those movies that have been rated R, uh, you know, Dean Koontz, um, you know, I could go on. Do you think this is a great approach? Ron says, I can understand 
parents being overly cautious with some R-rated movies. Uh, they're right on the line between R and the next level up, and certainly not going to let them read a book that's X-rated. And I, and I get that for sure. You know, my daughter pestered me for the longest time. She was like seven, wanted to watch the original Poltergeist, right? I said, no, I said, no, I said, no. She wore me down. I finally, as a teachable moment, sat down with her and watched it. She got to the scene where the guy starts peeling his face off in the mirror and ran to her room. Well, that'll learn you. How do you feel about it? I do like that, JJ. I think that's kind of smart, actually. I like that a lot, to be completely honest with you. Now, have you? how did you handle uh, you know, letting your kids watch when it came to R-rated movies? You know, I think we're kind of like your mom. I mean, where, where do you want them to see it, with you or with some kid? And at least you're there to answer questions and manage expectations, right? Exactly. Jim, how do you feel about it? No means no. I mean, I would tell my kid, no, you ain't doing that. No, you're not reading the book. But you know the kid's going to do it anyway. Sure. But at least you got my opinion on what's right and wrong. Well, my kids, my oldest is four and a half, so I don't really quite have that issue yet. Um, the issue that I'm having with, like, sneaking snacks and stuff, which is probably the same thing of what I'll do when he's older, is if you're going to do something, like, you're, you know, sneaking beer when you're older or whatever, I'd much rather know that you're safe, and I'd rather you experiment when I know you're safe than sneaking off and hiding somewhere and then possibly getting yourself into a really bad situation. Yeah, because I, I think at the end of the day, the sneaky behavior is more detrimental than what they might see or watch or eat with you in the room to be able to help them process it. Right, and at least I'll be there, you know, if, let's say, you know, God forbid, but my, you know, my child wants to try, like, smoking marijuana, I'd much rather be there in case he has, like, a bad reaction or, you know, a trip or whatever, and I can make sure that he's going to be safe. I think we can all agree, keeping him safe is a hard job, right? Especially in a world like today. New Country's Live. Hi, You got a thought on the R-rated movies and your kids? Um, yes. I don't want to see a point in let, not letting them watch the movies when the game, like the Xbox games, is just worse as the movie. You know, you you are fighting. Not, yeah, you are not wrong at all. And, and as as the graphics continue to advance, I mean, they're essentially movies, and uh, there's some pretty. Uh, Pretty vivid imagery, let's just say, on some of those video games. So, yeah, if you're, if you're not letting your kids watch R-rated movies, but yet you are okay with them watching and playing video games, then there's a bit of a double. There's a bit it, of a hypocrisy there. It defeats the purpose. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Why refuse your kids, but yet you let them play video games? Yeah, for sure. It doesn't make any sense. For sure. A lot of things in this world don't make sense. Am I right? Right. <laughs> things just aren't complete when kicking off NFL weekend unless we bring in the Marshall. Yeah, that's right. For the last several years, the Marshall has strolled in here and locked him up, locked up three games that you can pretty much bank on as, as winners. He's got a pretty decent record. Doesn't always get it right. None of us do, right? So a new season with the Marshall, who's a little bit older, a little bit wiser, and still as sarcastic as ever. Hi, Marshall. Hi, JJ. How was your summer? It was really great. And unlike the Chargers, I was around for the second half of it. Wow. 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 That didn't take long. I was kind of hoping we could start the year off on a, on a kinder note. Well, you were wrong. 
Just like when I heard you tell my dad that the Chiefs wouldn't even make the Super Bowl last year. Boy, that didn't age well. Yeah, yeah, not my best moment. Okay, Marshall, all right. It's time to lock up three games that are sure things this weekend. What you got? Game one, a rematch of Super Bowl 52, Eagles and Pats. Last year, NFC champs and Super Bowl losers look to get back at the big game. A slow start will not help. I don't see Coach Bill losing at home to open the season. Take the Pats. Game two, Raiders and Broncos in a Rocky Mountain battle. Speaking of Rocky, Russell Wilson better start living up to his contract or his relationship with new coach Sean Payton will be Rocky. The Raiders are overrated. Take the Broncos. Game three, Monday night, Bills and Jets. I just don't get it. Just because the Jets got Aaron Rodgers, some people are picking them to win it all. I'm not convinced. I mean, can you trust a guy to be your QB who looks like he'd steal your catalytic converter? Take Josh Allen and the Bills. And go Chiefs! Chiefs. Chase, that's awesome story. I just want to tell you, I think that you're awesome. Everything is awesome. I always say, you like to believe you'd be that person who could run toward danger to save another human being. And, well, this is a story about one woman who did put her own life at risk. So Dennis Brown is paralyzed from the waist down, which I hope and pray to never understand the challenges and be a part of the challenges that that he faces every day with grace. But he's in a rental car, and you got problems when that rental car bursts into flames... Dennis says the woman who pulled him out of the burning car is a true hero risking her life to save his. He said, I had a rented car from Enterprise equipped with hand controls. He says, I have been in this car several times. It seems like the car was about to give out. I looked up. Front end was on fire. He started to panic while trying to get his wheelchair out. Then suddenly a stranger was by his side. The car was ablaze. She, she's panicking. I'm like, oh, wow, this isn't going to happen, Brown recalled. The woman quickly gave up on assembling the wheelchair and pulled him out of the car. I almost lost my child in the burning car, Brown's mother said. I cannot thank her enough. If she had not pulled him out, he would have burned in the car. She was an angel. And I couldn't agree more because that kind of bravery, that's awesome. Just want to tell you, I think that you're awesome. Grateful that I have uh, gone to a dermatologist uh, on a relatively regular basis. And even when I haven't had to, there's been certain spots, you know, you need to get checked out, right? Uh, Well, I bring this up because a week ago we lost Jimmy Buffett uh, to something called Merkel cell carcinoma. As skin cancers go, this one's not as common as others. So I wanted to uh, get an expert on here, Dr. Johnson, Dr. Landon Johnson from Wichita Dermatology and Aesthetics. On the phone with Dr. Johnson from Wichita Dermatology and Aesthetics. Good morning, Dr. Johnson. Good morning. I appreciate your time. Uh, Last weekend, uh, the music world, and I think a lot of our worlds were really shook at the unexpected news of the death of Jimmy Buffett at the age of 86. Uh, now, what's more concerning is really he was a very private person, didn't talk a lot about his four-year battle that was on again, off again, with the type of rare skin cancer he had. He had Merkel cell carcinoma. Can you, what, what can you tell me about this type of skin cancer, doctor? Well, skin cancer in general is uh, very common, but the type that Jimmy had was called Merkel cell carcinoma. And it's a rarer type of skin cancer. Um, There's about 2,000 cases diagnosed in the United States every year. But 
So it's rare, but unfortunately, it's it's one of the more aggressive types of skin cancer. It's as aggressive or more aggressive than than melanoma. And mm. is uh, that is terrifying when you hear uh, statistics like that. Now, I mean, what makes it so aggressive? Like, how does it go from a spot on your skin to full blown skin cancer? Well, it just it has a very rapid growth development and then spread from the skin. It can so it usually does start on the surface of the skin as a red, pink, or purple bump. It's often painless, um, and but it very quickly grows from a small bump and spreads to local lymph nodes and then other organs from there. And it's traditionally a very hard type of cancer to uh, to cure once it has spread beyond the skin. Why do you think that we, as human beings, underestimate skin cancer? I mean, is that a safe, is that a safe comment uh, or a fair comment? Because I think there are a lot of cancers out there, and when it comes to skin cancer, a lot of us are just like, meh. Yeah, it, it kind of often is kind of you know thought of as you know not a big deal, but there are squamous cell skin cancer there's at least 10,000 people that die of that a year melanoma an additional 10,000 people die a year in the United States and in fact skin cancer you know, is the most common cancer of the entire human body by far um, it's estimated that one in five Americans will develop skin cancer during their lifetime the good news is if it is detected and treated early most types of skin cancers can be highly curable um, but if not caught early, if it's spread beyond the skin, it's, it's not so, so good news. Okay. Well, let's, let's start there. Um, in, in dentist speak, we're supposed to have a checkup every six months. How often should I be going to a dermatologist like you to check my skin? Well, if someone has ever had a skin cancer or precancerous spots, um, we usually see them once to twice a year. Now, if somebody who has never had a skin cancer or a family history of skin cancer, that question is a little harder to answer. We as dermatologists would love everyone to have their skin checked once a year, but insurance doesn't necessarily cover a skin cancer screening or check mm. for every single person in the population um, from birth to death. Um, but typically, if you have a concern on your skin, a spot you're concerned about, you can uh, have a skin check done at a dermatologist office and insurance will cover that. Okay, let's get into best practices. The first one I want to start with is, is one of the easier ones, sunscreen, SPF. My question is, is there a difference? Like, is there a point where SPF, let's say 30, it doesn't make any difference after that whether you go 50, 100, or are there actually benefits to going the higher the number of SPF? There, there is small additional benefits um, from higher SPF levels. Uh, let me put it this way. An SPF of 30 blocks approximately 96% of the UV rays from the sun. An SPF of 50 bumps you up to about 98% blockage of UV rays. As you go above 50, you get closer to 100% blockage of UV rays. Um, some people would say, well, that's not very much more protection going from 96 to 98% to 99%. But if you add that up over your lifetime, that small incremental protection um, uh, 
I think is worth it. Certainly. All right. So other best practices uh, to help keep this, keep us as safe as possible when we're enjoying the outdoors and the sun. Well, aside from sunscreens, um, a wide brimmed hat is always a good idea. A wide brimmed hat does a much better job of blocking the sun um, than a baseball cap. Clothing is always good. The more clothing you wear, long sleeves, long pants, the more protected you are and and the less sunscreen you have to apply. But anywhere you're not covered up, then that's where you want to apply the sunscreen. Mm, Okay. Uh, Dr. Johnson, Wichita Dermatology and Aesthetics, I appreciate your time educating us a little bit on Merkel cell carcinoma and other ways for us to avoid getting skin cancer when we're out enjoying this beautiful, sunny Kansas weather, right? Yeah. Thanks so much. Good to talk to you, JJ. How fast can you run? Will you escape? JJ beat the Bobcat on KFDI. Hello, Rebecca. Hi. Rebecca, you are from Wichita. You are a stay-at-home fiancé. First time I've ever heard that title. That means you're engaged. Congratulations. (laughs) Thank you. You're welcome. Have you picked a date yet? Uh, we're thinking next September, so oh. about a year. Okay, all right. So if you don't have, here, here's the thing. If you don't have an exact date, keep on putting it off and live up that whole stay-at-home fiance thing as long as you can. I would, I, guess. I would ride that. Yes, absolutely. All right. Uh, you love to, <laughs> you love to go camping. You got one cat. What's the cat's name? His name's Han. Uh-huh. Like Han Solo. Oh uh, well, they should meet my cat. I have a cat named Leia. Oh, right. We have a play date, play date or something. Anyway, uh, Rebecca. All right. Uh, let's do this. I want you to beat the Bobcat. I'm going to give you a category. I'm going to yell run. You'll give me 10 things in 20 seconds or less without repeating yourself. Do it. You get that $25 gift card to Fuzzy's Taco Shop. You ready? Got it. Okay. In honor of Zubilee at Cedric County Zoo tomorrow, let's do this. In 20 seconds, name 10 mammals you would see at the zoo. Ready? Run! Oh my gosh, a bear, a wolf, a coyote, a rabbit, a fox, a a raccoon, say otter, a lion, a beaver, a Time for the eulogy. Please bow your heads. Rebecca from Wichita was living her best life. A stay-at-home fiancé waiting to be a stay-at-home wife. The bobcat ended that dream, creating such strife. Maulings are not funny. You know who is? Matt Reif. (laughs) To Rebecca. Next chance to beat the bobcat Monday morning, 8.50 on New Country, 101.3 KFDI.